This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Are we live? You took the words right out of my mouth. They're awake and they're on fire. MJ, yes. welcome to the show on a lovely Sunday night here in Melbourne. Hasn't today been absolutely magnificent? It's been a cracker. Mm. Now, unfortunately, our uh, our intro music is cut short once again. It's real cobweb heavy. We <laughs> we need like an axe to get through the cobwebs to get in here. We're just trying to work into the year at the minute. Yes. So we don't, like, you yeah. don't want any, everything to be perfect straight up. No. And, and, uh, and our, we certainly aren't. And our sound guy will be... He'll be getting a, a stern talking to. Uh, a strongly worded letter, <laughs> I think, tomorrow. Yeah, if we want to turn it around, maybe go visit him face to face rather than sending a letter. No, I think a letter is appropriate in this situation. We come here in here on Sunday, expect things to be a certain way. Exactly. And when they're not, then we're, we're two. Some, of, yeah. Someone has to deal with it. We're two of the biggest names in the Triple M stables. <laughs> <Yes>. And <laughs> to think that we're not getting top notch service. I know. It's a slap it's in a, the face. What a, are we talking about tonight, MJ? Uh, we've got Stump Mike's issue in the cricket has raised its head again. Yes, you're not familiar with this story, so I'm going to fill you in. I've got some yeah. funny audio. And you're me. not familiar with the what footy will look like in 2050 either. No, I'm not at all. Big stories around. What is footy going to look like? We're well, going to talk about it later. You're going to talk about it later. Stay tuned and you'll find out. That's called hooking in the yeah. industry. <laughs> you can't teach that. This is Will and MJ on Triple M. All that and more coming up. What a great tease. Will, it's been a fairly positive start to our test series against South Africa over there oh. in South Africa. Have you been watching much of it? Not much at all, unfortunately. It yeah. doesn't really fit into my uh, schedule at the minute. <laughs> no, it wouldn't, actually. No. You're a 4.30 a.m. operator now. I am. Because that's usually when that stumps for this, yeah. for this test. So yeah. I was out on a Friday night, and I remember just going, oh, the cricket's on. It starts at about 8 p.m. And you settle straight in through bed until bedtime, if depending on when bedtime is, or... You go out for a midnight snack and you just want to... Yeah, you're making me a bit jealous Watch now. a couple of overs. If you're working in breakfast radio, it's not <laughs> something that I can enjoy, no, unfortunately. It's not really in your hitting zone. Nah. But uh tell you who is in uh, our hitting zone is uh, Mitch Marsh. Well, his hitting zone is particularly wide at the moment. His average since returning into the side, I yep. think, is over 100. Just over 100. Yeah. He's seeing him like beach balls. He was seeing him like atoms not that long ago. <laughs> it's good to see the big bison rolling. Ah, the, oh, the big bison! How much does JB love calling him the bison? Oh, I, don't, he, I think he's forgotten his actual surname. <laughs> so anyway, we are dominating over in South Africa. We should win this test. If not tonight, then uh, tomorrow. In the early hours, yeah. In the early hours. Let's mm. fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. And my favourite part of the whole test, despite the fact that we're dominating, our quicks are just... Tearing up on foreign soil. Well, someone was telling me that Mitch Marsh was swing. Uh, sorry, that um, Mitchell Stark was swinging it the other day. Yeah, a bit of reverse. How good's that? A bit of South African reverse over in Durban. Oh, been a yeah. while since we had an Australian fast bowler getting the getting a bit of turn. The swing. How good's yeah, that? It is. It has been a bit of a rarity for mm. us. But the best part of this series has been our form on the stump, Mike. Now you were part. You were quite heavily involved in Triple M's cricket coverage over the summer. I was. What was your experience with stump mics? Because you said it was a contentious issue. Uh, it was a contentious issue, and I think it has been for quite a while. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what I can say about it, apart from the <laughs> fact that we had to be quite careful about what was broadcast on the stump mics and what wasn't. It was yeah. The reason being is the players don't like to be heard during the over. Yeah. So the stump mic is purely there, or it's meant to be purely there to hear the bat hitting ball. Yeah, capture a bit of action. Yeah, and hearing, you know, the, the footsteps running up to the crease. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's meant to be turned off outside of those moments. That's what I understand. From what I've read, you're meant to drop the mic after each ball so that players can talk freely. Yes, exactly. Have a bit of banter. Because yeah. you still want that, that banter between players. You don't want to lose that. Yeah. But then if they obviously cross the line, the, the Australians think that the South Africans have turned the stunt mics up to get in their heads. 
because they might drop a tactic or something, or they might say something. Oh, is that that's right? That's going to be, con- uh, you know, something controversial that they don't want to be brought up later. Yeah. Similar to Johnny Bairstow and the headbutt. Up in Brisbane in the first test. Yeah. Where the Australians were getting stuck into him for headbutting. Don't headbutt our mates. Which on, <laughs> at the time was a big story and upon reflection doesn't really seem yeah, like a big story. in hindsight it really wasn't that big a deal. No. But anyway, what we have been doing to combat this issue of... As in the Australian side. The Australians. Mm. To combat this issue of loud stump mics is dropping sponsors that aren't necessarily involved with the ICC or the South African Cricket Board... For the series. Is that right? So Castle Lager is one of the sponsors of uh, the South African Test side. I don't think you're pronouncing that right, Will. Is it Castle? No, Corsal. Corsal Lager. Yeah. Yes, sorry. And we are sponsored by Forex, I believe. We are. You'd remember in the change rooms in in the ashes when suddenly there was so many Forexes in the room that uh, they didn't know where to look. <laughs> That's right. And Tim Payne has started saying, thanks Forex. I can't wait to crack a Forex. Who's keen for a Forex? <laughs> really? <laughs> In between balls. And the, well, as we know, nothing speaks stronger than the power of money. Yes. So if the broadcasters are getting hit with sponsors that aren't paying them, yep. they'd hate that. So they would, it would force them to turn the stump mics down. I'm almost picturing someone from Corsal Lager to walk out onto the pitch and pull the stump straight out <laughs> straight of the ground. The ground. <laughs> they are also dropping mentions of Qantas. There's a quote here, thank you for getting us here safely, Qantas, despite Emirates being a sponsor of the ICC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I reckon this is going to be, it's going to come to a head. This, well, head of Forex or? No, oh, I just think that someone's going to take action mm. because no one would be happy with this. And I love the cheekiness of the Australian players, but they have been. In... What I meant was it'll come to a head like a perfectly poured <laughs> glass of Forex. <laughs> oh, sorry, I missed your beer pump. Yeah. yeah. That went over my head. There's another. There's another. <laughs> <laughs> but this, they've been inspired, MJ, because yeah. this has been done in the past by Adam Gilchrist. Oh, so this isn't an original idea from it's Tim It's not Payne. an original. No. This is from, well, this is audio from 2006 when we did the same thing. I believe this is over in Bangladesh. And Gilly just took a in-between balls when it might have been a little dot ball or something mm. insignificant. He's just started to drop a few sponsors in there just to... You know, stir the pot a bit, and this is what he said. And so, if the batsman had yards and trying to hold the ball at great speed, it's not easy at all in these con- these sort of conditions. Milo energy bar. Keep it well oiled with Castro. I'm picturing someone from Valvoline just spitting water out. <laughs> what, what did he say? What's happening in Bangladesh? <laughs> if only we had sponsors that we could drop on this show. Well, I think Forex could get involved. There was a few good mentions for them in that well, segment. Look, I'm a big fan of Forex, so uh, I've never I've never enjoyed a beer more than when I enjoy if, a Forex. Oh, exactly. If anyone from Castlemaine Breweries is on the line yeah. or listening, just uh... matter of fact, I got it now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wrong one. <laughs> this is Will and MJ on Triple M. And now, MJ, you walked in here, you marched in. The first seg- segment you wrote on our whiteboard here was footy in 2050. That's right. And you insisted that you are all over this topic, and it turns out you've, you've read it during the last song. <laughs> well, I just thought that you know headline, footy in 2050, yeah. was enough to get us going. You got the... caught by a headline, no, quickly... and we don't know <laughs> where's this going. I should have really read the whole article. What's but... the direction? Well, there's a Herald Sun today. Yes. There's a big, it's a big wraparound feature on where footy will be in around 25 years' time. Yeah, I saw the pictures. I've got um, two stadiums on top of buildings next to Eddie Had It looked impressive. Yeah, look at that. Like, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah exactly. So looks, this is, it's all happening. It's futuristic. They've gone into minute detail 
Yeah. Uh, not just like what stadiums will be played at and the way Docklands will look. Yeah. They've even sort of got Puma to design what a jumper will look like in 2015. Oh, really? Can the you only, show me? Well, the only real difference is that it's got sleeves. Oh, so we'll wear sleeves in 24 Yeah, <laughs> for sun protection. Yeah. So, uh, well, Geelong's so, ahead of the game, aren't they? They are, yeah. yeah. And it, the, the shirts are going to have built-in antibacterial control. Oh, well, that's huge. <laughs> I was expecting this to be <laughs> like some real exciting stuff. Yeah, same. And it's... Is that all you've got? Yeah. Bacterial jumpers. With sleeves. <laughs> well, I thought we were going like roof on the MCG or balls, light up balls or something. Well, no. AFLX gave us a taste of future of footy, I think. Well, that's sort and of... And if that's the future, I don't want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> How old were they in 2050? I'll oh, be, be sick. We'll still be alive. Be double my age, yeah. yeah. So, some <laughs> other interesting things, apart from jumpers having antibacterial control, um, <laughs> they're expecting teams to be in New Zealand, Asia, New Zealand, Asia, and the US West Coast. That would be a nightmare. Imagine having a team in California. If my team was playing in San Francisco this weekend, I would be filthy. That would be the most annoying thing. Part of the thing is you want to actually go to the game. And how could you possibly get the time zone right? I know. If, imagine if your team was playing at 3 a.m., like but, the English Premier League. That team's crossing international date lines every two weeks to fly into Australia to play. Yeah. You're worrying yeah. about six-day breaks, yeah. let alone international <laughs> global travel. At least their jumpers will have antibacterial <laughs> control. Will and MJ, 105.1 Triple M. This is Will and MJ, and it's time for... It was serious news it's time for. <laughs> time for serious you... news. <laughs> I knew you didn't have the opener. Because it's 2018. We're not at our best. Just, the, the cobwebs are still here plenty. You don't want to start the year at your best, though. You need to warm nah, up. You warm into it. Yeah. We're in JLT form at the moment. <laughs> That's exactly right. We'll get the opener next week for all the listeners that are begging us to please get that opener back. It's everyone's favourite opener of the show. And yeah. It's disappeared from the system anyway. All the people who are listening to us for the first time, which mm. is more likely 96% of you. Yeah. This is the part of the show where we bring things back and we start discussing some serious news and... Politics are not our realm, MJ. We rarely touch politics. It's I don't not think we our, ever have, actually. Yeah, it's not our space. We don't like discussing Barnaby Joyce, but here we are. Yeah, well, you leave it to places like Four Corners and, que- yeah. you know, Question Time and all that kind of thing. To Question Time is, that's government, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, that's why you leave that's it That's where to they them. would discuss. Yeah. <laughs> What's the other one on ABC on a Monday night? What did you say? Four Corners? Yeah. 7.30 report? That's the one where they ask questions. With, um, I don't know. Oh, Q&A. You, and then... <laughs> That one. And answers. As we said, politics isn't our forte. No. <laughs> You've probably gathered that so far. But there's a story too big to ignore. Yep. And we devoided it for three weeks and yep. we just can't anymore. Barnaby Joyce and his story has become less of a political story and more of an episode of Maury Povich. <laughs> That's where we're at. It's it is. Jerry Springer <laughs> and early Oprah when she just had all the freaks on. Yeah. It's before sort of, adver- you know, standards came in yeah. to the shows where they just, you know, freaks got the ratings. Yeah. So they just pumped the episodes full of freaks. I think Jerry Springer ran with freaks from day one until he ended. Is he still on? No, I don't think so. Well, this is like an episode of Jerry Springer. He was Springer. running for the Senate, I think, last time I heard of Jerry Springer. We're almost going to have a, a publicized pregnancy test, I reckon, soon. Oh, well, that would make it exciting. Imagine because- if we brought Maury Povich out. I think it was last week, the end of last week. Yep. Um, Barnaby Joyce moved to the backbench. Yes. He stepped down as leader of the Nationals, and we thought this was probably all over. He could fade away into the distance, and we wouldn't have to hear about him again. Like we all hoped Tony Abbott would. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's been quite vocal on the backbench. But anyway. In an interview with Fairfax Media that was published this morning, yes. 
Mr. Joyce has says the child's paternity, the one of which he's having with his old staffer, yep. is a bit of a grey area. Why? Why bring it up? For because, a man that's begging for privacy. No, well, I can tell you why, Will. <laughs> this is according to the article in the paper. Yeah. He was traveling in Europe at the time of the child's apparent conception. He's gone full Kentucky, has he? Well, no, I don't think she was over there with him in Europe. <laughs> that's the problem, Will. Well, that would suggest that the child isn't his. Well. Why wouldn't he just deny it from the start then? Well, I don't think he's had done the maths at that stage. <laughs> He's obviously, and it's nine months, isn't it? He's on nine, yeah. April, May. Yeah. He's obviously <laughs> sat down with a calendar and he's gone, hang on a minute. He's opened his ministerial diary and just gone, this doesn't check out. <laughs> so I think we can leave it there for our short dip into politics. We unless you've got anything else to say. We're not taking political sides no. either. Well, Labor, Greens, you're all the good on you. Good. <laughs> Will and MJ, 105.1 Triple M. Will, earlier in the program, we were talking about what the AFL might look like in 2050. Yes. This was on the back of a Herald Sun article who, the reporters there went into great detail to try and work out where the game is heading. Yep. And what might happen. So they think there might be teams overseas come 2050. They think there might only be two teams in Melbourne. Yep. Which is ridiculous. Obscene suggestion. Now, you cast your mind back 30 years because I assume you've watched the 1990 grand final a few times, a few being times. a staunch Collingwood supporter. Yeah. Has the game changed that much in 30 years? Like, I mean, the cameras are better and the skills are a bit quicker and the rules are... A yeah, I think the, the rolling malls is the thing yeah. that's changed the most. Yeah. They're playing out of position. Like back then, you know, there was full forwards and there was yeah. full backs and, you know, the game was much more structured. Yeah. But now there's, you know, rolling... You know, malls, but you know, players are fitter. It's still exciting. It makes for exciting footy, but in a different way. You know, you're watching the same sport. Yeah, it's the same. The Herald sport. Sun was suggesting that it's going to go the way of oh, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's chaos. Yeah, square, absolutely. Like, <laughs> square, like Mad Max. Yeah, rectangle fields and things like that. <laughs> Ten balls like on the Thunderdome. Field. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the reason we bring it up again is because I heard an ad recently, MJ, and I wanted to get your opinion because we spoke about Nitro Athletics. This is when Usain Bolt came to town last year to Melbourne yep. with his mate John Stephenson. And yep. uh, they, it was pretty much, from what we could tell, just normal athletics with fireworks. Exactly. <laughs> Which is what everyone thinks uh, Big Bash is. It, it's just cricket with fireworks, fireworks. for the kids. Yeah. What Big Bash is in 2020 cricket is a two to three hour version, like a footy game, of a much longer sport that's more consumable for children. Yeah. Kids, athletics is... It's over in nine seconds, the 100-meter sprint. You don't, you don't need things exploding. I no. thought that whole, <laughs> that whole experiment was very silly. Yeah. But they're not the only sport. Of course, the AFL and athletics, they're not the only people trying to jump on this Big Bash bandwagon. To excite their sports up. <laughs> excite their sports. And so here is a sport I didn't expect to take. And this a, is a legit ad you've heard? This Will, is an ad on the station. On Triple M. I think the event that they're advertising happened today. I oh, did it? Okay. So let's hear what, uh, what sport they're trying to jazz up. Join us at the annual Flinders Polo. Gather your friends and get fieldside at a beautiful 60-acre private property nestled in the Flinders countryside. Sounds Enjoy not. a bespoke Sunday afternoon of 2020-style picnic polo. <laughs> a new and exciting twist on traditional polo. 2020-style picnic polo. A new and exciting twist. How do you have a new and exciting twist when no one's seen your sport anymore? <laughs> Or is that a bit harsh against polo? But I think we're on the same page. The only way I think you could jazz up polo. Yeah. Dress up the horses. Dress up the horses. (laughs) 
horses in costumes. Just paint a th- like a lightning bolt on its yeah. back. I'm in. When was that event today? <laughs> it was today. Should yeah. we leave? Yeah, I'm going there now. <laughs> Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M. The show's quickly coming to a close. Will. Oh, hasn't that snuck up on us? It has, what a great day in Melbourne it was, by the way. Weather-wise. I'm a bit annoyed that I didn't know this in, uh, in Foresight. Well, they said today was going to be a crap day. I, I kept hearing it's going to be a sloppy weekend, but it's been boiling. I know. Yeah. Jane Bunn needs to say good hard look at her, though. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> this, is, this has been Will and MJ on Triple M. Look at her, that is. Please uh, follow us on Facebook, Will yeah. and MJ. Uh, subscribe to our podcast. Oh, please. We love the reviews, reviews. on there. Reviews is the one. Yeah, you had nothing else you wanted to cover off in this segment? No. Will? Oh, well, the WWE, you had that on the whiteboard. Coming to Melbourne? Yeah, it is. It's oh, apparently. Mm. That's the Herald Sun. That's but the it, same Herald Sun that thinks there's going to be an antibacterial j- jumpers. jumpers in 2050. <laughs> so, um, but that's 100,000 people at the G4, the wrestling. I saw some people on the in the comments section suggesting that, like, oh, they're kidding themselves if they think wrestling is getting 100,000 people. They will be locking people out the day before. Now, they will sell out within minutes. You know how the wrestling normally comes to Melbourne and it's not like a part of what their na- narrative no. is? Oh, it's just, it's a completely off-Broadway it's, it's would, its would this little, event be a... Big, yeah, that's what they're suggesting. It'll be the third ever international pay-per-view. Oh, so it'll actually, sure. it'll actually be a proper wrestling event. Yeah, so they do them in London every now and then. Mm. Um, but this would just be something. It'd be like it'd be like WrestleMania, yeah. but in Australia, mm-hmm. which would, it's like... Because I'm a wrestling... I'm a nuffy. huge fan. I'm, a, no, I'm not a nuffy anymore. I sort of keep tabs on it. And if my favourites from when I was a child come back on the scene, but... So you're oh not, you're God, not like a fan. Would, the only ones I know these days are Roman Reigns. Yes. Well, it's because Ewan's always playing us the highlights. That's right. <laughs> That's Ewan Giles who commentates footy here on he Triple M. Absolute he, wrestling nuffy. nuffy. Complete nuff. He, he just he likes it more than the footy. Yeah. He's got a young son who I think has it's been banned from the house because he's doing moves on his younger son. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his two-year-old, I think, tried to suplex his wife. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're off, t- anyway, we're off topic. Anyway. So I hope The Rock comes out or something. Just a bit of star power. Yeah. Oh, I'll be there. I'll I'll camp out. Goldberg, The Undertaker. I'll camp out like a Richmond supporter ahead of the grand final. 100,000 people at the G for wrestling. That would be magnificent. Well, for anything is great. Yeah. Like Guns N' Roses. Wasn't yeah. that something? Absolutely. So Anyway, let's wrap the show up. Uh, As I said before, follow us on Facebook, Will and MJ, and subscribe to our podcast. If you use Apple Podcasts, yes. just search Will and MJ. There's some very nice reviews up there from there are. people. So very thank you kind, for that. We do feedback. read them, and uh, we like the kind feedback. We do. If we, could, if we could respond, we would. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> this is Will so, and MJ on Triple M.